this week on The Startup Life. I believe, I believe in my heart, if you're going after personal development for something else or someone else, you'll never get the essence of it. All right, Startup Nation, so let's take flight with Lawrence Thompson, motivational speaker and entrepreneur. The Startup Life begins now. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother... Are you ready to join the 25 Plus Club? Parents, how does thousands in college savings sound? Brand new in our school, the Owl Academy, we have released How to Hack the ACT. Students will cover managing test anxiety, math, science reasoning, and why eating a good breakfast is so important. For more information, go to this episode's show notes for the link. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. We got my man, Mr. Lawrence Thompson, a.k.a. The Law, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the building. What's going on, man? You got it, man. How's it going? I can't call you. Ready to take flight with us, pour some knowledge in the Startup Nation today? Ready to do it. Let's do it, man. So tell us what's the story, man. What's your path to entrepreneurship? Woo, man, my story, man, it's kind of crazy, kind of weird, kind of up, kind of down. You know how all the good stuff happens. Right, I got you. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, what really pushed me into entrepreneurship and without just having all the story that it was actually there is I actually got fired. Mm. <laughs> you know, and I got fired from a, a job that I was actually really a great asset to this job. Gotcha. And it, it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't that, you know, I was late. It wasn't that I wasn't doing a job. You know, I was I was there early before, you know, before the, the, the owners and all that stuff showed up. You know, gotcha. all the managers, I was always there. And so one day I came in and the work that I was presented to, I was hired on as a contractor. But, mm-hmm. you know, the work I was put into, I, became, I excelled in it so fast and did what I had to do and start implementing the system to try to make it smoother and make, you know, whatever they needed to, to fit better for them. Right. Uh, next thing I know, I heard, uh, sir, your service is no longer being taken here. Uh-oh. And I was like, uh... <laughs> What did I do? How did right. that happen? <laughs> you know, right. I'm like, I didn't do anything to, to warrant to be, you know, let go or fired. And I'm right. like, why? And nobody could give me an explanation. So um, I seen the manager who had the opportunity to tell me and the one who wouldn't told them to let me go. He was coming down the passageway. I was coming down another passageway. And as I started to meet him, he turned and went down an opposite passageway from me. Gotcha. So then in my mind, you know, the South Memphis want to rise up. <laughs> Not the South Memphis. The South Memphis. I got gotcha. you. You can't say it. You can't say South. You got South Memphis. South. S-O-U-F. Yeah, right. South. Right. I got South you. South Memphis want to rise up. But then I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. You gotcha. know, I, I can I can go out and find some other job. I'm a military guy, so you know I can make it work. But then I, in my mind, I was like, you know what? If that if one person can have that much power that can change everything in my economic status, mm-hmm. then because if if I don't get no job, I don't get no money. Everything in my life changes. Everything alters. Everything moves. Everything shifts. Absolutely. If somebody can have that much power. I don't want to know it no more. Fair enough. And I say, you know what? 
let me learn this entrepreneurship thing. All right. And I was like, <laughs> let's learn what this is about and let's get in here. And I want to be in control of my destiny. I want to be in control of what it is that I want. So that's kind of where the, where the start happened as okay. uh, far as with entrepreneurship, where it actually really tap into. Cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, let me ask you this, man, because, you know, as we delve into entrepreneurship, we have to deal with like, uh, third-party vendors in order to get stuff, you know, whether it be like, you know, subscription for uh, a service in order to make your business work or whatever the case may be. Tell us about a little bit about that if you can. Yeah, so, you know, uh, really hiring somebody to do something that you, you're probably not good at doing or, right, right, or right. you got some services that you need to have done, mm-hmm. so you got to hire out. Um, it's very hard because it's, it's very saturated. Uh, it depends on whatever area you want, but it is really saturated. Gotcha. And so you want to make sure that you have the best, but you don't know if you got the best. Right. And so you actually go after something and do and start doing stuff, and you be like, whoa. And you next, <laughs> you know, you don't spend about two, three hundred dollars, and you realize that ain't what it is. Right. And so, but you can't, you can't take that moment and say, you know what, I just want to just stop and quit. You know. Right. And granted. I'm more of an alpha guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So me being an alpha guy is like, you know what? I'll learn it and keep my money in my pocket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know how to do it and keep my money in my pocket. But then it was like, you know what? It, it suffers on me get, and then on my business and me going out and connecting because I'm trying to do all this other stuff by Absolutely. myself Absolutely. and not actually really allowing another company to do it. And then I had to look at it too and say, well, they was experts and they did it. You know why not go ahead and support their company too? Gotcha. Because in turns we can we can somehow find something in between them where we both can trade off. Absolutely. You know, not just me getting goods from of them, course. or of my, course. not me just getting services from them. So it's 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 hard because saturated, but you just gotta just go do it. You just can't worry about if that person is the best. You know, if you chose that person, your eye said something, your ear said something, mm-hmm. then trust that, and then you know see what happens. And if they bad. Fire him, go get a no. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> I hear that, man. Let me ask you this, man. Why motivational speaking? Woo! So motivational <laughs> speaking is 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 a is a is a weird thing, you okay. know. That's a saturated market. Fair enough. Uh, but you know, I realized that my voice is my greatest asset. You know, I, I got a great work ethic. I'm very loyal. Uh, I got a great character, mm-hmm. but I know that my voice is a great asset. And so when I start to really understand that and really come to grips with it, because I didn't really want to come to grips with that, gotcha. I, it has to be something else. It has to be something. <laughs> not just getting up on the stage and speaking. It has to be. Right. Now, I'm not afraid of the mic. Right. But I saw where whenever I was speaking, the empowerment that happened. Mm, and, then when, okay. and, and it wasn't that, you know, I was just a great speaker the effect they have on people and then people can regurgitate what I was saying. And then even, you know, I, I get a kick out of when kids are there, I look for the youngest and I let the youngest tell me what I said. And when the youngest can tell me that, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is the thing. This is this. true. I'm graced with this and <clears throat> let's get up here and figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we, how do we turn this into a company? How do we turn this into a brand? But then Lawrence, what are you good at? And the crazy thing about being a military guy mm-hmm. They train you to be so diverse in multiple areas right. that when you come out here in the civilian world, when I say here, I mean civilian world, of course. 
you know, they say go find one niche, and you find that one niche, and you you pass it out, and then they can branch all that out. Mm-hmm. But the hard thing about it is that with a military personnel person, especially me, I did ten years active duty straight, straight out of high school, boom, in the military, ten years straight, right. joined joined the, uh, the ranks of leadership. The second year, mm-hmm. I had to learn everything because right. that would make me make sure my team was good. Absolutely. So if I want to talk about leadership. I can go to leadership, but if I want to talk about motivating people, I can do that too. If gotcha. you want me to talk about doing team building, I can do that too. If right. you want to talk about, you know, saying making sure that people get the work done, get the job done, how to get that, you know, that that work ethic, I can talk about that. So, you know, it kind of was like, ah, but I realized that whatever pathway I take, I still gotta embrace the voice. Cause my voice is the power. Right. My voice is the thing. So I was like, let's go do it, you know? And then I started seeing other people like Eric Thomas, Zig Ziglar. I started mm-hmm. watching these guys, Jim Rohn. Um, they they start speaking, and then I started, you know, seeing how much they make, too. <laughs> by, just, gotcha. by, just, right. by just opening up their mouth, you right. know? I was like, right. whoa, wait right. a minute, wait a minute, time out. <laughs> right. Can I do this and do that? Absolutely. Good. So, so motivation speaking... Um, is what I is what I do, and and, and I kind of like just recently a week ago I reshaped that. I said motivation speaking is what I do to help communicate what I want to put out. I you hear know that. What I'm so I hear instead that. of just saying motivation speak, because everybody oh there's another motivational speaker. Well, I use motivational speaking as a tool to get what it is my ideas, my opinions out. The motivation the speaking is the jump off. Right. Yeah, it's, just, it's just the hype. You know, it's the hype thing. I, you know? I got you. Get you going. Uh, I'm glad you, you, you mentioned a, a very important point, Lawrence, that I want to uh, point out the Startup Nation. When you were saying earlier how when you had the speaking engagements and you go to the youngest person in the room mm-hmm. to see if they got it, yeah. that's something that uh, as entrepreneurs we kind of miss out on. And you 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 nailed it, man. Because yeah. the thing is, like we always talk about, you know, and they teach us in business school, like, if you have branding or marketing so so concise and so to the point that a kid can understand it, yeah. you're doing something right. Yeah. You're definitely doing something right. That's why every kid you know goes crazy when they see the golden arches, oh, right? Yeah. That's why they go crazy, right? So <laughs> Gotta go to McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I appreciate you pointing that out, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me ask you this, man. Um, what do you wish you would have learned, wish you would have known before you started the business? Uh-oh. That is going to be work. <laughs> gotcha. That is going to be work, man. That is going to be work. And the crazy thing about it is that, you know, I thought, like, it, once you implement these systems and once you got these systems going, it was just going to magically just show up and it'd be like, <laughs> there you go. Let's right. go get it. So I was like, Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no! You gotta work, right? And and the work is not in the product. Mm-hmm. The product is easy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, your 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 service is easy. Your your programs are easy. Your books are easy. That's easy stuff. The hardest work is getting your mind to fall Woo! into that you are entrepreneur and you got all this stuff you got to get done. Absolutely. And really embrace that you are entrepreneur. You're not a worker. That has something. You a entrepreneur, and now you gotta wrap your brain around. Okay, I gotta change my mindset. Okay, Absolutely. I gotta be reading books. Okay, I gotta make sure I'm on cutting edge. I gotta make sure that when I see my competitors out there, I'm crushing them in the ground. I gotta make sure that I don't sabotage my business or myself because right. because of me. Like, you know, your competitors are not your sabotages. Your 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 price point is not your sabotage because you can change that. Right. You know, your competitors, you can run away from them. That's not your sabotage. Your sabotage is your is your thinking. Right. Whatever you think 
And whatever you get to, because you're going to get to a point where the wall going to show up. And you're going to ask your question, uh, do I really want to do this? And then that old person, if you don't kill that guy and crucify that guy, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. if you don't annihilate that old person, that old person going to rise back up and tell you, hey, it was easier over on this side. Want it, though? Yeah. They're going to be like, yo, it was good on this side. You decided to go over here. We were doing good over there. Right. Why you want to take us over here, you know? And that's the thing that that I see is the most challenging thing when I transition mm-hmm. is the work, the work on myself, on self-development, self-awareness, right. you know, knowing who you are, knowing where you're going, writing goals, and all. that's all self. They ain't got nothing to do with the product. The product, you can make that done, and it'd be easy. I can go and speak anywhere. You can give me a mic and put me on the street, give me two words, and you can say, hey, speak about this. I'll do it. I'll formulate something in my head real quick. Boom, let's go. Right. You know what I'm saying? The product is easy. Absolutely. That work is in your head. That's, that's so important, man, because the thing is we have people who, you know, they go off to, to Harvard, and they mm-hmm. go to to go to uh, Warden Business School, go to Stanford Business, mm-hmm. and they get an MBA, and they think, man, I'm for the crush of entrepreneurship. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like right. in the books, they teach you about economies of scale and mm-hmm. price point and price parity and all the other stuff, but they don't teach mindset, do oh, they? No. They don't teach mm-hmm. mindset. And that's, like you said, man, that's the that's the piece right. that people miss. Thank you for sharing that, man. That's powerful <laughs> stuff. I'm gonna take that. You gonna take that? We gonna explain that a little bit. Okay, later. okay, that will work. But uh, what did you learn from your worst boss or mentor you ever had, man? Oh, uh, I just told you that dude. <laughs> that dude fired me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, don't, don't put the power in another man's hand that can yeah, change yeah, my yeah. Hey, my whole status. But you know, uh, not just him. You know what I'm saying? But I had a in the military. I had mm-hmm. a, I had a guy um, who was over me. Uh, you know, military, we, we force we force obedience, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying, because of rank. Uh, but you still have those character traits that's not, you know, not fitting for a team. Mm-hmm. And so when I watched this guy and he came down, and because he had rank and because we respect the rank, we may hate the person, but we must respect his rank because he got into that position for doing something. So we, any military person can tell you this, I may not like who you are, but if he walks in the room, I respect the rank. And I ain't going to let nobody else know that I'm disrespecting the rank. Absolutely. So the way he formulated the team and how he communicated to the team, I said, I'll never, ever do that. He would talk down to a person. A person do something good. He still got to find something else bad. That's correct. You know, and it was just, it was so much negative there to the point that we hated being around him. Mm-hmm. To some guys really wanted to sabotage his leadership so that he can get fired and right. not be there. So... You know, I said, you know what? I would not miss the small things that everybody does. And then I would communicate to each individual personally who's on my team. Mm-hmm. I'll communicate with them individually and know exactly who they are. So then when I'm telling them to do something, because I'm military, I'm a supervisor now in the military. Right. You know, when I enforce obedience because of my rank, I'm still communicating to them in a way that they understand it, they get it. And then, like, somebody can say, hey, go do this. They take it well. Mm-hmm. But somebody I can't say that, I got to say, hey, can you go and do this? I'm still giving the same commands, right. but in a different way, Absolutely. and I'm still going to get the same results. Absolutely, man. You bring up a, another excellent piece, you know, whether it be titles or, in the, mil- in the military cases, rank. Mm-hmm. That that stuff don't make leaders, man. No. <laughs> no. don't make leaders. No, man. no, no. It's, like, it, it's great for, for promotions and, and, uh, and resumes, but not for, like, building a team. So. No. I appreciate you sharing that, man. 
Let me ask you this, man. How do you get the word about what you're doing out there? Social media word about what works uh, well for you. So I use social media a lot. All right. Uh, social media a lot. I wasn't that social media guy at first. What? Uh, you fooled me, man. Yeah, I wasn't that guy at first. I was like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then when I decided to transition to be an entrepreneur and be a speaker, right. I went on my page, figure out how where only I can post, and if somebody want to tag me in on some stuff, gotcha. I don't want to approve it. So I start cleaning it up, doing what I need to do, and then I start saying, you know what? Let's just post and put my face out there. Mm-hmm. And so this is a little trick of my marketing. All right. What I do is, is that I can go speak somewhere, and I probably take about 15 pictures. Gotcha. And I only post one, though. Okay. And then I'll post another one later on. Then mm-hmm. I post another later on. Then I put a, uh, you know, I make a turn into a meme. And then mm-hmm. I post another. And so people see all this activity. I've noticed that. And they say, I man, you got that. a lot of activity. But if they pay attention to the shirt, pay attention to the hat, <laughs> pay attention to the pair of pants, right. it's the same one. You know, I ain't wearing the same stuff in everything now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a little different, you know, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's the same stuff, you know. Right. But, you know, I use what I have when I get the opportunity, so I use all that. But social media is where it's at. I now have a show uh, mm-hmm. while I'm online doing a Facebook show where it's called uh, Home of the Hustle, Laying Down the Law. Mm-hmm. And I do give little plugs, like little motivational plugs. If something pops up in my head and I want to talk about something, I'm just going to plug it in. Like today, I talked about KD. You know, gotcha. I talked about KD joining over mm-hmm. to a team. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, bet. I would have did the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I needed I because I talked about it one time about adding pressure. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Get around people who are gonna add pressure to you. I didn't think he had the right enough pressure in Oklahoma City. So now when he went over there, them guys are champions. Them right. guys been to the finals three times. Mm-hmm. The pressure is there. Right. If he don't show up, they're gonna say, Well, you did not make sure that we could get this thing done. So when we brought you over here, or when you came over here, right. You put more pressure on you to make it done. And that's what I believe what triggered in his brain mm-hmm. was, you know, if you look at that game, I'm going to get off the subject because yeah, I was, I I was analyzing the game. Right. But when you look at the game, the first quarter, he, he was like, I got to take over. Mm-hmm. Second quarter, he started throttling back. Third quarter, he really lost himself. And then Iguodala just like, listen, bro, you're going right. to have to do something. I'm going to fire this thing up. Right. And you're going to have to step up. Right. And he was like, this is the moment that I got to crush everybody. Mm-hmm. And he started, pow, right. pow. Right. And he took, you can see him take over and right. say, all right, it's in my hands. Take it over. Right. And then they seal the deal. So now I feel like since he added himself to that pressure, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant probably going to be the, that was the weakest we ever seen him. I believe in my mind that's mm-hmm. the weakest we ever seen Kevin Durant this year. Right. Next year and the years follow, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be right. ugly because he put himself in those pressures. He put himself in, the, in those pressure points. So, uh, and I know I got on a little run with no, those it's, things. It, but it's relatable. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but with entrepreneurship, I feel that you you have to do that and have to get into those circles and do that and apply and, and get in the pressure points and all that stuff because there's something inside of you mm-hmm. that hasn't came out yet. Right. There's something inside of you that you know is there, but you don't have the right pieces to pull it out. Absolutely. And I believe, and I'm and I'm a, I'm a land on this one. I believe with Kevin Durant, he didn't have the killer mentality in him. Gotcha. That he got in that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, kill this guy. Right. Destroy 
this guy. Right. And he destroyed what he needed to destroy. Right. And that that element that needed to get him to the next level, it was jammed out of him because he went into the pressure. Right. Well, you know, it, it, like I said, it's very relatable because the thing is, like, we always talk about, you know, in entrepreneurship, as far as, like, that personal, personal professional development piece mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, if you're if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find another room, right? Damn, so in, in KD's case, you know, nobody in AOKC had won a championship before. Right. Them cats out in Oakland have won a championship. Right. You put around yourself around that pressure. Now this dude is like, like you seen that fourth quarter? That <laughs> right. dude was killing people, man. <laughs> right. Like he was unstoppable. Right. Sideways right. still. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So no, nah, man. Very relatable, man. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Um, let me ask you this, man. What did you learn about your biggest failure? Well, my biggest failure, let's put it, you know, my biggest failure was not into entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, but my biggest failure, and I use that entrepreneurship because that's what we're talking about. Sure. Um, my biggest failure in entrepreneurship is trying to do it myself. Hear that. You know, definitely hear that. The and, ble- and, and that's something we all, <laughs> yeah. ain't it? So, right? You know, you know, the blessing and the curse <laughs> is that when you're alpha male, mm-hmm. you want to handle business, do it all. Right. You want to have your hands in everything. You can't do it. You cannot do it. I don't. I don't care how much you think you're well skilled. I don't care how much you can think. I don't care how much you can figure it out. You, you're prolonging the process to getting where you really need to go right. when you're trying to do it all by yourself. And that's not going to work. Because I was trying to say, you know what? I don't have the money. I need to save money. I need. I can't. Do, nope. You got to go find some people to help you. Right. And so my biggest failure for where it was to, to where I'm at now, when I first started, I started, you know, two years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody's seeing now all the stuff I'm doing and they're, and, you know, and everybody's like, wah, you know, <laughs> but two years ago, I'm crying in the pillow. Right. And I'm knocking on doors and I'm telling people, come and help me, you know, let me talk, let me speak. Mm-hmm. I'm telling them, I'm going there for free. I'll talk to anybody. I'll talk to a doorknob if you want me to, <laughs> you know, and I'm telling, I'm saying all this stuff and everybody's like, you know, right. and it's like, man, you know, for two years, you know, mm-hmm. now it's like, the floodgates is done pop wide open, mm-hmm. and now everybody want me to come on a podcast. Everybody want me to come here. I've been traveling in different cities. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm now finna, you know, re- relaunch my book and then put another book out. So it's like, whoa, you know. But I start allowing myself to have people to help me. Gotcha. Give me insight, taking feedback, get underneath some people, and not just being, I'm still alpha male, mm-hmm. but I'm going to allow them to, you know, work on stuff that I, right. I can't do, you know? Granted, I want to build my own website. I don't have to pay the money. I can build my own website. I can figure it out. YouTube it. But <laughs> my man's right here can do it, and right. he'll have it out quicker than I can. Right. And now I can't concentrate on speaking. So... You know, that was my greatest failure was was really not allowing myself to touch hands with other people. I hear that. I hear that, man. Powerful stuff. Appreciate you sharing that. Um, what does professional development mean to you, man? We always talk about, you know, sharpening the saw, professional development. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Personal development means to me is it's this thing we talk about at the conference, you being selfish. I hear that. You being selfish. And... I, I believe, I believe in my heart, if you're going out to personal development for something else or someone else, you'll never get the essence of it. You'll never get the meat of it. You need to be so selfish that when I'm going to get a, read a book, going to a conference, listen to a podcast, it's for me. Mm-hmm. And 
and it's to better me. It's to help me. You know, we hear this all the time. If I ain't no good, then I ain't no good for nobody else. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you're constantly saying that, then why try to help everybody else without dealing with you? Right. You know, so become selfish with personal development so that you can become selfish later, mm-hmm. but become so selfish that it perfects you. It, it purges those imperfections out of you. It purges those those disappointments that, that really shook you the wrong way. It purges those ideas that maybe mama them gave you or right. those ideas that you got because you went out there without the right knowledge. It purged you of all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then now you're getting a different perspective of how to go to certain things. Now, that. not all person development is for you you know okay. don't just go because the, the biggest name coming in I'm on my way I'm finna go there rah, rah, rah. that might not be for you right you gotta find what it is for you and then follow that pathway of those guys or those girls that are putting that out follow that pathway mm-hmm. don't try to go and try to buy a hundred books because they say uh, most CEOs read four books you know, a month. <laughs> right. That's perfectly fine. But you could be reading the wrong four books. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't, it's ain't going to apply to you. You're just reading the books to get what? Knowledge? That's cool. That's great. But right. it's not applying to your business. It's not applying to your brand. It's not helping you anyway to produce more money, to produce more influence. So don't just go do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you, and, can, you, can't, right you can't go, go read X-Men right. and like, right. you know what I'm saying? And they're like, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, yeah. you know, I got a whole library. Right. Okay. <laughs> what are these books? Uh, you know, The Hunger Games. And, and I'm like, but what do you do for a business? Well, I, uh, I, I got my own restaurant. And, right. But you got the Hunger Games, you know? It's not helping you. Right. It's not helping you. That's not personal development. So with personal development, I believe you need to be selfish, but I believe you need to be selfish in a direct path of what it that. is that it is. Don't, don't, don't start running after everybody because everybody's not for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we were talking about this a little bit, but we're going to dive into it a little bit more. Some people say that uh, in entrepreneurship, you know, you got to get – MBA, go to college, mm-hmm. contacts, network, is that and the other. That makes you a successful entrepreneur. Some people just say you need work ethic and a dream, man. So, mm-hmm. Lawrence, what say you on that? I, I, <laughs> well, you know, y'all hear me stutter. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I hate school. Uh, okay. I, I hate school. Uh, and not saying I hate school. I, I just hate being in school long. Absolutely. Like, I hate the hours. Like, I really want to – if I'm coming to your class – Put it, give me some work and let's do it. You know, right. don't give me all these theories and drawing out. We spend a whole hour and a half on theories and don't put no action to it. Right. And then I'm coming back next week and we'll do some acting, some more. You know, I, I want to put my hands to it. I want to get to it. So, gotcha. you know, that's my mindset. But I'm not going to say, you know, going to school and getting knowledge is not the way to go. Right. You know, granted, we have some guys who the anomalies that we have in the in the world that they dropped out of school and they're the billionaires of the world. Right. But when they was in school, it did give them a different perspective of a worldview that they probably never saw. I'm, and then it helped them to understand where they wanted to go. So you know, Mark Zuckerberg, okay, mm-hmm. he dropped out of school, but he had a worldview about how do I connect with people? I want to connect with people on campus. Gotcha. If he was never on campus, he probably would never did Facebook. You know right. what I'm saying? There you go. He probably would never saw that and have a different world perspective, you know, as far as what he wanted to do. It just ignited stuff. Now his business got bigger than what he couldn't accomplish or complete it. Right. But still, 
he saw something in college. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to knock the person who got the NBA. Then I'm not going to knock the person who don't have it and they get out there and grind and hustle. Right. Both of them use work. Right. Because me being in the book, that's a lot of work for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I go get in the book, that is work. You know what I'm saying? But if I get out here and start grinding and put my hands to stuff and start putting a lot of action to things that I can do, build, go and do that, getting on stage and speaking, that's easy. Somebody who's in school say, well, speaking is work. So my work, we both work. It's just a different kind of work, different right. kind of perspective. So I don't knock anybody. My pathway is that I haven't been to an MBA or I mean I got an MBA or been to a business school, but I do take knowledge or go to some classes or Absolutely. go to you know some classes that they have for us as military personnel that are mm-hmm. free to train us and teach us. Right. So I do go and get information. It's just not the long drawn out information. It's Absolutely. more shotgun effect because right. that's what I can take. Right. You know, I'm a pow, let's shoot it. I'm gonna get it, you gotcha. know. Instead of just, oh, let's go down the pathway. So gotcha. so I don't knock both of them. I got you. And, I, and before I will you continue, man, let me make sure I say this before we continue. Thank you for your service, man. I appreciate it. Man. Oh, not man. Everybody, oh, man. My not pleasure. everybody answers the call, but you did. I appreciate that. <laughs> my so pleasure, my just pleasure. To say that. Um, let me ask you this, man. What's the best and worst piece of advice you've ever gotten? Slow down. Okay. That's okay. the worst advice I've ever gotten. All right. Was to slow down. And the reason why I say that is because some of y'all might be like me a little bit. You wrestle with that dude called the procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he shows up and she shows up every now and then. Mm-hmm. And you have to fight, like, get out the bed and turn off the TV and stuff like that. Right. You... Then you slow all the way down. You're like, well, I got time, and I got time, and I got time, and I got time. And then you start, that time saying I got time go push you back and back and back. And the thing that you were so motivated to do when you first got the idea, you ain't doing it until like five years later, you know? Right. And then now you're trying to figure out a, the, the right gusto or the right uh to get yourself motivated on the ideal again. Right. And then you start rationalizing yourself out of it because you start seeing other people probably possibly doing what you was doing. Right. So then he's like, well, it's already out there. I don't need to do it no more. Well, they're not you. You still do what you got to do. You know, the hamburger ain't never changed. It's just you got three companies that do it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, right. so, so the worst advice that I got was to slow down. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to slow down. I think you need to speed up. Okay. But I think you need to speed up to the point where you're not missing steps, mm-hmm. but you accelerating the steps by learning them as fast as you can. I hear that. Once you learn as fast as you can, like I said, the product is easy. Mm-hmm. You already know what the product is. It's, it's learn, getting that learning curve. Learn that stuff as fast as you can, as fast as you can. Get in there. You know, take your 15, 16, 17, 18 hours of learning, learn, 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 learn. Mm-hmm. The faster you can go, the faster you can get to what you need to do, and the faster you can get to the money that you want to make, and the faster you can get to the influence you want to make, the faster you can get to the impact you want to make. You know, don't slow down, because I was, I was waiting on something. I was waiting on this big bang or whatever. You know, right. I'm a huge Christian. I was waiting for God to say, go get a dog now. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, yes, we can go now. Right. But I'm sitting here with all this stuff inside of me. And I'm, I'm bottled up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, ooh, ooh. I see somebody speaking. I'm like, ooh, I know. I, I'm a competitor. So I'm be like, ooh, I know I can kill it better than him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can take his stuff and just flip that bad boy and, and kill it. You know, and I'll be like, okay. But I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the big, the big flash of light. It's going to give me the thing. <laughs> Man, that joint turned into one year. Gotcha. Turned into two years. 
turned three years. Then all of a sudden, okay, write a book. I wrote a book. Cool, no problem. Got a book going. Then it's like, throw it back. Slow down. You don't, you don't get too fast. Mm-hmm. If you get too fast, you're going you gonna to lose. No, that ain't what it is. <laughs> gotcha. When I threw that out and say, speed up, mm-hmm. everybody who was supposed to be in my life could have been in my life a long time ago. They start showing up. And then now, because I move so quickly now, but I'm learning, right. and I'm moving so quickly now, I'm getting opportunity, 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 right. because I'm speeding up. So that was the worst thing <laughs> that somebody <laughs> told me. But they, they told me from their experience. Of course. From their course. experience. And I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. You you listen to people. You take what it is. And Depending on how they influencing they have the influence they have in your life, the ear they have for you, mm-hmm. then that's how much you're gonna listen to them. Right. And so you're gonna take to heart what they said. But I literally threw everybody under the bus. <laughs> it was gotcha. like I heard what everybody else say, get on the bus and I'm grabbing this new idea. I fired all my friends. Mm. I sent a nice little message and say, I'll see you guys when I get it. Right. Fired every last one of them. And then picked up all you guys. Right. <laughs> and all you guys. And look where my life is now. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? And it wasn't because of them. Right. It's because it, it just, the mindset of where I need to be was not with them. They're not bad people. Right. It's just my mindset where right. I need to be, Absolutely. where I need to be driving at, right. is not with them. And right. I can't have the same mind because we're going to be fighting as friends. Right. You're going to say something, I'm going to disagree. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and you know what it is, right? It's like, you know, you know I, I call it the entrepreneurial lens, right? But mm-hmm. it can be whatever it may be, right? But I think it's one of those things where when you have this epiphany, mm-hmm. right, and you see the world, like, it's like you come inside, had this epiphany, go back outside, and the same world you just left looks yeah. totally different than totally what you different. right? And so, like, you see things differently. So, right. it's like the thing is, those friends, man, you don't mean no harm. Right. Right? They're good people. Right. It's not an indictment on them. Right. It's just like, bro, we ain't we ain't at the same mindset no more. Mm-hmm. We ain't on the same plan. We ain't even playing the same sport no more. You playing <laughs> soccer, I'm playing baseball. Man. Right, right, so right. So, like, nah, man, that's powerful stuff. Yeah, man. it's just like, like, it's just like me being in the military. I've been overseas. I've seen 16 you countries. You've seen stuff. Yeah, right? so I've been in 16 countries, so... I appreciate the country more than anybody. Mm-hmm. I can care less about the racism that we have. I right. do care about it. Right. I'm not like I'm not shunning it. No. But course. I'm not to the point that it just it's just messing me up and because it, it and, happened. And it doesn't cripple you. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, like, oh my God, we right. couldn't do nothing because I'm an African American male and I'm in my thirties and right. oh, it's, everything is stacked up against right. me. Absolutely. Man, I've been in countries where where they had the caste system where mm, you know right. you couldn't I don't care how much economic I don't care how much right. knowledge you can't go up there exactly. if daddy didn't get you there exactly. before you were born right. you're yeah. gonna stay you're gonna right, stay right there. there absolutely and, and I'm like I, I get it even if they even if they blackball me I still got the opportunity to build something to make you pay attention to me right Absolutely. That's what entrepreneurship is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build something so you can pay attention to me. Right. I hate to kind of be a little, I don't hate it, but, <laughs> you know, I'm about to be a little black right now. Gotcha. All right. If you 
are African-American male, I can feel this with a lot of power on me, too. Mm-hmm. If you're African-American male and you want people to pay attention to you, build something. Mm-hmm. Create something. Absolutely. Make it work for you. Don't sit around here and keep, you know, talking about it like, oh, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. They, you know, they, they holding us back and da 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 Build something. Absolutely. And then quit looking for them to give you 40 acres and a freaking mule, mule, whatever it is. Yeah. Go out there and go buy the land and go buy the mule by what you created. Absolutely. And then they can't, Listen, money ain't got no color. Nope. Period. <laughs> they ain't gonna look and say, oh, that's black money. And that's white money. That's Hispanic money. That's Asian money. That's, you know, Egyptian money. Even though the money look different. Right. No, I got you. <laughs> you know, I've been overseas, they got different kind of, of course, color of currency. Of course. Currency is currency though, Absolutely. you know? But it has nothing. If you come in there and that plot of land is 108000 your business making you two million. Mm-hmm. You go grab one hundred eight thousand, go to the bank, say I want that property there. You know what the bank gonna say? Sign right here, Mister Thompson. <laughs> right. They ain't gonna look at you and say, Well, we can't do it because your skin tone. No, they are gonna say, Sign right here, Mister Thompson. Right. And you go do something, and you make an impact. And they might be like, Anything else we can do? For you? <laughs> right. you wanna put your money in our bank? Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know we insure two hundred fifty thousand. You can do right. that. exactly. But no, you're absolutely right though, because the thing is, like, if you build something, right, they can't help but to take notice. Can't help. They it. can't help but to take notice. Can't help. Like, what they doing? There. Yeah. Right? So no, but you know, you're absolutely right. There's there's an issue in our community where we use a, a crutch right. to make excuses for not trying to do something. Right. right. You know, and like you said, we spoke to that caste system. That is real. That is real. Startup nation, that is real. That's real. Right? So it's like it's a situation like you live, you know, say what you want, good, bad, and ugly when it comes to the United States. Right. We don't have that. No. You you have social media, you got the internet. Like right. if you got an idea, right. you will Throw some, throw some sweat equity into it. <laughs> right. You can build something real nice. Yeah. Real nice. Right. Powerful stuff, man. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, before we go to break, man, let me ask you this. What's the average day look like for you? <sighs> Wake up, 4.30 in the morning. Now my body, my body controls that 4.30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at first I was waking myself up at first 4.30 and just, you know, do it. now my body Controls 4:30. What I gotcha. mean by that, that all functions say we wanna we wanna interact right. <laughs> with the bathroom and that. We right. need to interact right. at 4:30, and it automatically wakes me up. So I get up. I thank God for getting me up. Mm-hmm. You know, interact with that, and then you know, be honest with you. My first thought is, what can I do to say in this day that I can brainstorm with, that I can say something that's amazing that would affect somebody. I hear that. And then I'll get up and I'll go. Then I go to a you know a part time job mm-hmm. where I I'm at a golf course where I'm around people who you know are really business owners and stuff like that. Gotcha. But I, but I'm at a I'm at a point where I'm there. You know my boss he's there but he's not there. But mm-hmm. I get an opportunity to to talk to myself and think and and come up with different concepts, different ways to look at certain things. My most brainstorming happens when I'm on the golf course. Weed eating, okay, <laughs> you know, and when I'm weeding in a tree, a different thought come up. I don't see the work; it just right. a, a thought come up. So I don't even, I don't even really call my job a job. I call it my investor. That's the money they give me so I can invest it for my business. I hear that. Then once I'm off, 
you know, once I do those little hours, I'm off. I go in, give me something to eat, kind of wash my body, kind of mm-hmm. decompress a little bit. By 3.30, I'm back up thinking. I'm back up looking, back up branding, reaching out to people on social media, mm-hmm. you know, talking with them, throwing some stuff out there, and then I'm making emails. I'm sending emails. I'm making phone calls because uh, I need to speak, you know. Absolutely. I don't get paid unless I speak, you Absolutely. know. So I need to speak, and I need to, you know, find ways where I can get in different avenues. And then about 6 o'clock, I watch YouTube videos. Okay. So I'm watching YouTube videos of speakers and those who are in that space of speaker mm-hmm. and learning what they're doing and then seeing how can I compete and then how I can beat them. I hear you that. Know? And mm-hmm. then by 8.30, I get off of it. Now I'm writing in my book. I'm journaling, writing down my thoughts that I just had throughout the day. And I'm I'm a crazy guy, so everything be slanted, going crazy. It's not no, it's never organized, you know. It's all on the paper. I know where I'm going. I look at the paper, but I'm all on the paper. Then about eleven o'clock, that's when I really kind of like settle down, kind of take like that moment where I'm I'm taking a deep breath and I'm getting everything settled, and then I'm ready to go to bed, and then start the process all back over again. Gotcha. I hear that. All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. How you like being on the startup life, man? You know, I love it. Let's go get it. (laughs) So we're going to take a quick break and you listen to the startup life. looking for great resources look no further than Owls e-commerce store on teachers pay teachers the store name teaching with owls enjoy great lessons based on short stories from great authors such as kate choppins the story of an hour and edgar Allan poe's the mask of the red death and no worries teachers all lessons are common core aligned all right startup nation so let's continue so Earlier, man, you heard me say I'll take that. And Startup Nation probably don't have a clue what I was talking about, man. So do me a favor and explain I'll take that for me real quick. All right, so I'll take that come from where when I do a speech and everything or I go and talk or do training, Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing I do is I have everybody scream. And a lot of people are like, why you would just want me to scream? (laughs) What am I going to scream, you know? And I'd be like, just scream, you know? It's nothing. Because what I'm doing is really getting your juices flowing, Mm -hmm. really help you tap into that natural... B12 that we have that God has given us, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and and really get that going. And then afterwards, I explain. I said, put your hands up, and then do like that. And they do that, and they say, that means I'll take that. Got and it. they was like, okay, so what that means is that if I say something cool, if I say something awesome, if I step on your toes, right. if it's something that you need, 
you reach up and say, I'll take that. And I make everybody can say it at any given time. It don't distract me. It, it helps me to know that you're doing. Right. A lot of times I've noticed, though, I've been talking so hard that people get a little trance and they don't do it at the uh, first thought off. Gotcha. <laughs> and after, I, after I'll be like, I ain't seen nobody take take anything I said. <laughs> so I need to change everything. They be like, no, no, no. I'll take that. So the I'll take that. Is a, is a way for me to not only keep you engaged, because mm-hmm. I, I do have a lot of energy to keep you awake. Now, if you fall asleep, that means you got narcolepsy when I'm talking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I clap, I move, I scream, I holler, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's a way to, to really burn in your head something that you just heard that was tight, that was dope. Gotcha. And it really hits you, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, they say... Uh, 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 some kind of action that happens to something that you do, it burns quicker when you have something that happened to you. You know that. what I'm saying? So it creates that that moment where you say, I'll take that. And you're saying that, and he, I'll take that. Then whatever thought I just said or whatever phrase I said, whatever opinion I just put out there, mm-hmm. it burns real quicker. And then when we going through the whole day, you still remembering gotcha. what I'm saying. That's what's up. All right, man. Thanks for uh, explaining that, man. I want to get... Want to start up nations to know about that, that. Jedi mind trick. You know? <laughs> I hear that. I I'd one. I got you. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this, man. What's a popular misconception about business? That you gonna make money day one. I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. Where do you think people get that from, man? Because they look at the people. I think they look at the people who've been working, you know, ten years, mm-hmm. and now they producing the money. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And they not looking at the the. The other nine years that they was dealing without, you know, right. or when they was trying to get to that point where they had a surplus and their lifestyle and looked like this, mm-hmm. so that everybody feels like the moment I become an entrepreneur, the money will flow, the people will show up, gotcha. and 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 that's a misconception about entrepreneur. I had that because gotcha. I thought all entrepreneurs had all the greatest things, you know, mm-hmm. going on the trips, fly first class, <laughs> got the better cars, and, right. you know, can don't have to worry about bills, and, you know, they're living the life that we want, we, we dream and want to live, you know? And so I'm thinking, like, the money going to show up soon as you start. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. You're going you're gonna to put more money out when you first start right. than when it comes in. But you gotta, you gotta fight through that. You gotta fight through that because if you don't fight through that portion, mm-hmm. then you you're gonna be in that stack. You know what I'm saying? Right. That every, you know business don't survive after three years. Right. You gotta understand that right now, any money that's leaving your pockets and you're paying to sustain your business, it's just that investment. It's that seed. Eventually, the rain is gonna come. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the rain is gonna show up. And it's gonna it's gonna hit your it's gonna hit your business if you stay consistent you stay getting out there you move as fast as you can eventually it's gonna hit your business and then what you what you was dishing out will not be compared to what comes in mm-hmm. and what's being produced. A seed doesn't tell you when you first put it in the ground. I got a thousand seeds in me. Right. You won't know that until the seed come up out the ground and start producing fruit. Right. Once it starts producing fruit, then it's got a thousand seeds in it. There you go. But that's how you got to see in that first year is you got a seed that's constantly going in the ground, constantly going in the ground. I know it sucks. It hurts. It's painful. Mm-hmm. You know, you like, do I get gas? Do I eat? You know, <laughs> do I go to the dollar store and get some bologna? I was there. I get, do I get, do I get the bread and bologna? 
and then rock with that, or do I go and go to McDonald's or go and you know, mm-hmm. do I go hang out with friends or do I counsel that and say, you know what, let me just chill. Right. And I was like, you know what, I can't hang out with you. I can't do this. I had to deny a lot of pleasures, a lot of pleasures. Got just it. so I can get to where I'm at. So that misconception is, is that you're going to make money right away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got you. All right, man. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Let me ask you this, man. How has entrepreneurship affected your overall lifestyle? Oh, it's affected a lot. <laughs> like my, my mentality right. and the way I talk now and the mm-hmm. way I move with people and the way I look at stuff. Oh, my God. I hear that. It it has changed a whole lot to the point where, you know, I don't see stuff as, I used to be like, well, I need more people. No, it's the market. <laughs> right. I don't call it people. I call it the market. Mm-hmm. Then, how I conduct my everyday business. Mm-hmm. I'm watchful of money now. I'm watchful of, I, I used to not be a change guy. Like, you can see me have a, a knot full of change in my pocket. <laughs> I'd be walking and just jingling because I wouldn't spend change. Gotcha. Because I was like, well, change is whatever. I don't care. But as long as I got dollars, I'm good. Right. Taking this entrepreneurial thing, I'm like, I appreciate every penny. Right. <laughs> every little penny. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm looking at all that stuff. And then the mindset of, of growth. You know, entrepreneurship helped me to understand growth. Help me to understand about getting into books mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and really, you know, advancing myself in a place and in places that I never thought about. Like work is easy. Working is easy. Like put me right. put me in the field with somebody and say, hey, we got to move this to over there. That's easy. I'll move it over. I might be like, man, you know, I'm trying to see who gonna quit, and I'm gonna go off and be like, let's move this stuff so we can go home. <laughs> right. But work is easy. But that that working on yourself, that self development, that self awareness, man, that is that is the most golden thing that you can pull away from entrepreneurship. If you, if your business don't succeed, mm-hmm. God forbid it don't. Take away the the self-awareness and, and the self-development that you have. Because right. you can take that and go into a business. You may not be you may not be a business owner, right. but you may can go into a business and take all that knowledge you have and advance somebody else's business and the six figures and the you know the, the million dollars that you want might be in that other person's business. I hear that. You know, it might mm-hmm. be in there. But you tried something, you went out there and did it, you learned, and you put it in there. So, you know, that's that's what I can say that, that helps me, you know, that it, it changes a whole lot. I hear know? that. I hear that. Thanks for sharing that, man. Now, you know, you know, as as you get more and more speaking engagement mm-hmm. and your profile gets bigger and bigger, I imagine you're gonna have to hire some people to like schedule your stuff for yeah. you and stuff like yeah. that, right? So so with that being said, man, like, you know, as you, you know, as you scale and grow bigger and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you start to take on employees, man, what do you think you would look for in the ideal candidate for your employees? Like, you know, whether it be production manager or assistant, what do you think, you know, is something that Lawrence needs to have in an employee in order to bring them on? So, I, two things, okay. two things. I know two things that I really need in the person that, that's going to roll with me and rock with me. Mm-hmm. One, your character got to be tight. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like your character got to mimic mine. You know what I'm saying? But when I say character, you have those, you have that oomph about you that you're saying, okay, I'm I'm, I'm disciplined here or I'm here or I have integrity. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I present you to somebody, 
I got to be able to say, okay, well, I'm going to present Tom to you and send you down. He's coming down there to tell you about the company. Gotcha. While I'm speaking in California, Tom is handling Atlanta, and I got to trust that when you walk in that door, they're going to they gonna tie you to me, but they're going to understand that the character is the same character from through and through. But gotcha. you have a character that will really keep you in the room when you're talking. Gotcha. The second thing is that you got to be willing to take my shifts and changes a lot. Like, I have to be cutting edge. I have to be on top of it. I cannot be stale. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've branded myself and pushed myself to a point where every speaking engagement I have, I I barely, I barely, barely, barely. It's, it's come a couple core things that I stay the same, but I barely recite or reuse anything. Okay. Once I go to, once I speak at an event, that stuff is gone. That's okay. it's, it's stashed away, just in case I need to do a podcast or something like that. Can I can still that. use that. I can gotcha. pull those things. Gotcha. But if I'm in an arena, if I'm in a place, I'm speaking in front of a place, you would never hear me reach back and grab what I did in 2015 and then bring it to today. I hear that. I'm I'm different in every single event I got. I, I just did an event in Memphis uh, with Greatness Awaits. Tour. I did a Mem I did a Memphis one, and I turned around and drove to Little Rock the next day. Gotcha. They didn't hear the same thing. Okay. Total different points. Total different temperatures. Total different things. So a person when they come to to work with me, they got to be willing to say, okay. Somebody say, hey man, we going to Utah. I'm gonna figure out what's up in Utah. I'm gonna go and see what's got in there. And say, hey, well, we need a brand the slides like this. And you're like, well, why don't we just take the same? No. Nah. Gotcha. We can't do that. We can't do that. Gotcha. Because Utah ain't going to talk like Texas. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Texas ain't going to talk like Montana. Right. It is what it is, but right. they're not going to do that. So I can't keep carrying the same story, and then people recording me too. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I love Les Brown. I mm -hmm. love him with everything inside of me. Right. But I want to hear something different. I hear that. I done, I done seen all your videos, man. <laughs> I, I, I can say it verbatim. I can quote them. Mm -hmm. And they still good, even when I quote some, even when I quote the same stuff over and over again. But bruh, I need something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. I, I'm good on it's possible. Right. Bruh, I need something else. You know, so <laughs> so if I get an employee, if I get an employee, no knock on you, Les. I love you. I want to be on the stage with you. Just bring me <laughs> with you. You know, I'll carry your bag. I just give me 10 minutes on stage. That's all right. I need. Right. Um, go ahead but, and clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> but I need an employee with those two big characters and that's willing to shift where we go. I hear that, man. Thanks for sharing that. Let me ask you this, man. Has anybody ever, like, you know, asked you to come speak? Mm -hmm. And then you, you check them out, check out the venue, mm -hmm. and you're like, you know what? It's like they don't really fit what I'm trying to do. Right. Right? Have you ever had to turn down a client before? I know it's hard. Um, I'm going to say this. Okay. Is that I haven't turned down a client. Okay. But I have turned down somebody who wanted to work with me. I hear that. Okay. And so, and the reason why I haven't turned down a client, because in the speaking, to me, in the speaking world, you, you're not going to get ideal conditions. And so if you can't convert them to get on board with what you have, then you're looking for the perfect conditions to speak at. Mm -hmm. One, that doesn't challenge you and get your skills up. Two, you 
you wanted things to be nice, and then that becomes boring. So right. why don't you challenge yourself to go into, I've taken kindergartners, and I've taken older adults, you know? Mm-hmm. I've spoken to businesses, and I've, both, I've spoken to the mayor's council, you know? Gotcha. And I've never done that before, so I threw myself in there. But I did have somebody who wanted to work with me, and what they presented to me, I had to say no, because that's not my brand. And so, do I think, you know, that may come up again? Yes, I believe that that will. Mm-hmm. I haven't experienced that, but, you know, I can't take anything that's going to really challenge my character. Gotcha. And that's going to really challenge, you know, not not just the brand. I can win people over mm-hmm. to get back to the brand because I'm going to hold my character strong. Gotcha. But if they say, well, you was over here speaking to this, this, this team of people, or this business, and this happened, they tied to me. You know, I got to overcome that, which I will. Understood. But if I know that for a fact that that really going to hit the wrong way, because it's not really about me. It's about my team that's with me, too. Right. That really going to hit me, I'm going to have to say no. So I believe that's coming. That will happen. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, you know, I like the different challenges. I like the different arenas you throw me in. I like to go into places where, you know, people. Was gonna, I spoke at a church. And every and, and and the pastor was like, yeah, you know, I, I need you to motivate them, get them going. I was like, cool, I, we we can do that. He was like, and uh, well, she was like, um, yeah, but uh, you know, they all over like 40, 50, and sixty. I was like, bet, as long as I can wear my hat and t-shirt, we good. She was like, yeah, you can do that. I said, no problem. Mm-hmm. Went in there, three days, killed it, mm-hmm. and they started lighting up like they was youthful again. And exactly. she looked at me like, what do you do? <laughs> I said, all I did was assess what was there and then make you come with me. Right. You know, I, and I, it may answer another question. I'm going to probably hold that for a little bit. Go but my, my thing is this. You know, everybody say, well, when you make it, reach back. Right? I hear that. They say that all the time. And I think that is very detrimental to anybody. Okay. I ain't reaching back for nobody. Okay. I'm going to tell you to come up where I'm at. So with them, there was a level of knowledge and never understanding that I had, mm-hmm. especially with scripture and all that stuff and how to implement it to your destiny and your purpose by using scripture. I, I didn't come down to them and try mm-hmm. to grab, no, I'm going to be way up here and I need you to come up here. Gotcha. And if you don't come up here, I'm going to tell you you need to get up here gotcha. and I'm going to keep pushing you till you get up here. And then when we get up here, then now we can talk. Now we can get to where we got. And so for the first day was like, okay, I want to go. He's a young guy. He's fiery. That next day I had to speak at their language though, but I had to speak in a language where it brought them all the way up here. Mm-hmm. I showed them some things in the Bible that they didn't recognize, mm-hmm. but they was like, yo, we need this stuff. Let's go. And they came up here and then day three, it was like an explosion. All I did was say day three, I didn't really speak. They spoke. I that. They spoke. I was like, hey, why don't you tell them what you're going to do? Why don't you tell them what's next? Why don't you put it up here? I spoke two minutes and say, this is going to be interactive. You're going to do the motivational stuff. I that. And they, boom. You know, so so that's, you know, so that's how I did it. But that's I, what's up, man. That's <laughs> what's up, man. A lot of people, you know, they always talk about the reaching back part, but you, yeah. you took a different spin on it. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no, 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 man. Got it. I, I thought about, you know, reaching back, and I did that one time, and it mm-hmm. drug me down. I hear that. <laughs> so I hear that. I'd much rather drag you where Fair I'm enough. going than you <laughs> drag me back. No. I hear that. Let me ask you this, man. Uh, do entrepreneurs have an obligation to take on social issues? 
I feel if it's in you to do it, yes. Okay. You know, and 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 that's be, that comes to your character, your development. You know what I'm right. saying? You you're not. I don't want you to get into something that you just like. Okay, I'm into it, but your heart is not there. Gotcha. That is that is no point of trying to get into something. You know. You want to get into something to say, okay, you was there. You got the name up, the banner, and all that stuff. <laughs> gotcha. That's great. The tax write-off, whatever. That's mm, cool. They right. get your money. It's mm, okay. Right. But get into something that your heart is there. Mm-hmm. Because then it goes far above your money. And right. if you don't have no heart for any other stuff, don't just try to go throw yourself into something. Gotcha. Because I feel like you are doing a disservice to the people who need it and the need that is there mm-hmm. and the people who are really working hard to make this a, 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 a great opportunity to make the world know, you're doing a disservice to them when you're not fully engaged and you're not fully there. Because then, let's say we're doing a, let's say we're doing a run or something like that, right? Okay. Doing a run for somebody and we're doing a run for homelessness in, in Memphis. Well, if you don't like homeless people... <laughs> Right, <laughs> but because you want the tax write off, you want your name on the likes and all that stuff, because we got all this marketing going out. When you helping people run along, it's how you you gonna be giving water like this. Here you go, here you go, here you go, and you just and you looking at your watch. When I'm gonna get out of it? When I'm gonna get out? Of it? Well, then that doesn't help because the person who running really want to run for the homeless people. Right, and then when they look at you, they gonna they gonna tie you to the organization that put it together, and they gonna say, "Well, this is what they doing." Right. And then that one person, that one person will filter like a fire to other people and then start saying, you know what? I might not run no more. Right. Just because of you. Mm-hmm. Because you're not there. So I don't think you should be obligated to go do it. I think you should find something that's in your heart and then you will do it because you want to make an impact. I hear that. Uh, let me ask you this, man. Who are your mentors? Woo. So my mentors, <laughs> my subliminal mentors, <laughs> and then I have mentors. My subliminal mentors is Jim Rohn. He's not here anymore. Gotcha. Uh, Zig Ziglar, mm-hmm. not here anymore. Um, Eric Thomas, he don't know that yet, but gotcha. you know, it's getting close to where we we about to we about to connect. He's um, a mentor from afar for right yeah, now. Yeah, so. just for right now, just gotcha. for a moment. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But I feel like my name is about to hit his pockets. You All know. Right. You know, a lot of BU people are now on my on my feeds and stuff, and it's, okay. it's been noticed. And I've been on a lot of BU podcasts, so it, it might right. it might show up a little bit. You know? right. I'm, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, also, I have uh, you know Marquise Young. He's here in Memphis. Okay, uh, he's a, he's a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Jason Daniels now, a new new guy. As a mentor of mine, absolutely, and uh, and these guys have businesses and all that stuff that mm-hmm. are you know that are thriving. But I learned so much more, you know, through them, gotcha. and, and and really you know plug into them when I'm struggling. I plug into them when I'm hurting. I plug into them. I call them. So gotcha. those are those right now tangible guys I can pick up the phone, call, and go through there. And another mentor of mine, he's 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 afar, but he's close. Gotcha. Uh, it's Gary Nielsen out of Nike. Okay. Uh, he's a he's a very he's a very strong guy that helps me to see things a little different perspective and pushes me to uh, another level and, and really helps me out. So gotcha. those guys are those guys are very instrumental. Too. Okay. All right. Cool. Where do you see yourself in the business in the next five years? Uh, haven't clearly already known Eric Thomas by that time. Yeah, you know, sharing the stage, you know, gotcha, what I'm right? Be sharing the stage with my man, you know. Right. Uh, 
but I do want to be on the stages of the country, in, in okay. the country, in the U.S. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people say, you want to go around the world. You know, my heart is for the country, you know. I serve this country with my blood in the world, Uncle Al, over the world. I want to serve with my voice here. I think I can bring an impact and push something here and really talk about something here. So I want to be on the stages of the United States, mm -hmm. going from state to state speaking, landing at least four major big companies like Nike, you know, Dale, and I'm in there speaking and coaching their teams, right. uh, having a program, having a program that is, you know, that is floating around the country, people are plugging into, I'm coaching people, um, having a team where I'm coaching people, and I plan on being a very, 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 very millionaire wealthy guy. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? I hear so that. In five years. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. In five <laughs> years, you know, my zero is going to be big in gotcha. the bank account, and, and, and I want to really, uh, and the last thing that's really in my heart is to, come to Memphis with those millions that I have mm -hmm. and build a uh, build a 32-unit uh, apartment building. Okay. And with that 32-unit apartment building, uh, it's going to be, you know, income-driven. Uh, we're going to sit down and have a financial advisor. We'll set those numbers. Mm -hmm. But in, in there, within the one to two years, you're going to be staying there. Uh, you're going to learn financial literacy. You're going to learn how to buy your home. If you need to you're going to create a business. You're going to get better in your skill set mm -hmm. to make you more valuable in the marketplace so you can move out of my place. Gotcha. And, and once you, you you got two years, and mm -hmm. then if you – but you have to come to these classes. Right. Every, every month there's going to be a class, and you got to sign in. you got to come to class. If you miss two classes, then we're going to help you move into another place. Uh, we'll make sure you have that other place, and we'll pay two months. Mm -hmm. We'll pay two months for you to move, gotcha. but you got to go gotcha. because you're not holding up to the obligation. And and my whole mindset is that I don't need the money. That's not my thing. My thing is right. not to make the money. My thing is that if I can help a family transition and do something amazing or take their life to the next level, I hear that. then that family can feed a whole generation. I hear that. Powerful stuff, man. Let me ask you this. What's your entrepreneurial superpower and why? Mm, yeah. <laughs> my I thought, superpower. I, th I thought this might be up your alley. Yeah, my superpower. My superpower is really, I don't think anybody picked up on it, but it might have. It's critical thinking. I hear that. That's hear my that. superpower. Okay. I can go into an area and critically think it out super fast. Mm -hmm. You can spit something at me and I can think of and I can give you a content and give you answers like that. Um, I did a actual vlog where it was called Rapid Fire. Okay. And I told, I said, I don't care what question it is, just throw it out there mm -hmm. and ask me the question. And there was questions coming out. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> it went from money to business to relationship and everybody got substance out of it. So my superpower is critical thinking. I hear that. And, and I, you know, I, I would have said my voice, you know what I'm saying, my <laughs> hypeness, but it's really, it's critical thinking even when I go into a, a an arena and then I'm finna speak, mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm about to speak, but then I can assess what's happening. Talk to a few people, see what's going on. I may have an agenda, 
but right then and there, the agenda may not work. And I critically process that out. Like, okay, this is what we do. Okay, she said that, he said that. Okay, that's a common thing. I hear what people are saying in the corners. Boom, let's go. Let's tailor everything in there. And I just spit it out. So gotcha. critical thinking is like that superpower. Critical thinking superpower. All yeah, right. I got you. All right. I guess where those, those uh, Jedi mind tricks come from. Jedi mind tricks, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Got to get you to do what I want you to do. There you go. All right, man. Let me. Uh, this is the point of the show where, like, you got a, you know, uh, upcoming show, mm -hmm. uh, website, social media credentials, man. The floor is yours to put it out there, man. If you want to mention that mixtape or something like that. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Put it out there, man. Go <laughs> mixtape, baby. Go for it, man. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, have a, I have a list. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter with the same tagline. I am... I am Law Junior. Okay. Uh, I changed that because they all been calling me the Law, but uh, you know, <laughs> I changed it to I am Law Junior. You can find me on there uh, on Facebook. It's Lawrence Thompson That you know the uh, Facebook.com forward slash. Mm -hmm. uh, you put that back there. You can find me on there. Uh, you can find me on Home of the Hustle. Uh, this is a Facebook Live uh, video online show. Uh, Thursday at nine o'clock. You also can find me, if you're in the Memphis area, you can find me on TV on Comcast Channel 31 okay. every Thursday at 7 in the morning. And then Tina Tilton Network, if you don't have cable, uh, uh, what is that? Channel 41? Channel 41. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find me on there on Mondays at 1230 after midnight that morning. Um, and then you can find my book. I have a book I call Sore Loser, Secret Passion Within. You can find that on uh, Amazon, Kindle, and uh, Barnes and Nobles online. Uh, let's see. And you said what I'm doing next. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing next is I'm dropping a mixtape today. <laughs> and you know, it's going to be a motivational mixtape. We're going to let that thing roll. Uh, we're going to ma master it. I'm, I'm planning on releasing that July the 21st. Okay. I'm putting that tight on me because I'm also going to be releasing a second book uh, on, the, on July 21st. Um, uh, that's in the making here. It's, it's just about done. We just got to get it going and gotcha. do the, you know, do the printout and all that stuff. Um, I will be speaking in Dallas on uh, July the fifteenth, and also I will be speaking on I think July the 29th. Yeah, we'll be speaking uh, in Corinth, Mississippi. Wow. And so I'll be in, right. Yeah, so I'll be in Corinth, Mississippi. <laughs> you know, going down there with some Mississippi folk. Gotcha. I, I said Mississippi, right? I'm going to say it like they said. Mississippi folk. Mississippi. Get that Mississippi folk down there, and we're going to go down there. We're going to turn up and kill them down there and make it happen. I hear that. And uh, we're helping them to step into their destiny uh, with Emily Strickland. Uh, you know, that's my girl. Uh, we both into the motivational thing, and mm -hmm. she has a great platform. And so she said, hey, you know what I'm saying? You want to speak at my event? I was like, girl, you know I got you, girl. Let's go. <laughs> so we uh, we doing that. And uh and then you can find me, and, my, and also my email address is Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E, underscore Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N, the number eight at yahoo.com. If you want me to come speak to your school, your business, one-on-ones, let's get it. All right. Frank, appreciate that, man. At Startup Nation, if you look in the show notes, you'll see the links for everything that Lawrence just described. For easy access, just click on that. Uh, any important advice for the entrepreneur, man, before we wrap up? Yeah. What I need you guys to understand as being an entrepreneur is this. You got to go try as much as you can. You know, don't sit there and wonder, should you, uh, is, it, is it too big? Is the mountain too big or is the opportunity too big? 
you got to go try it. If, you, if you're trying to land a contract and you think that that company is too big, but you're a small company, just try it. Give them the opportunity to tell you no. Don't choose, like Gary Vee say, don't choose no before they tell you. Don't choose that. Give them the opportunity to say no and then go out there and try it. So that's what I give you guys. And I'll sign out like I always sign out on everything I sign out on. We may not be the solution, but we will be the antidote. Love you guys. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on the Startup Life, man. I appreciate that. All right, Startup Nation. Here's my final take. When it comes to Lawrence, he's just this ball of energy and he uses that ball of energy to make other people better or empowering other people. And it's all genuine. How do I know it's genuine? Well, in editing this episode, I didn't really have to edit too much, which means that he didn't have to think about what he had to say because it comes from a very genuine, open, and honest place. If you want to let us know what you think about the show or like to advertise on our show, send us an email to the address in the show notes. Subscribe to The Startup Life as it can now be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Also, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Owls LLC. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life. The Startup Life. I'm